Hey, just a quick disclaimer about this episode. Um, I screwed the pooch on this one. Uh, we had the wonderful Jordy McNeil on as our first guest, and uh, I screwed my own audio over. Um, I'm a bit quieter than the others, and also I kind of cut in and out every once in a while. Tried my best to fix it, but it's still pretty noticeable. Um, still, this episode is great, and it is absolutely worth a listen. So enjoy. Okay, so we we're we're in Indiana. We're in different parts of Indiana. Where are you? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm from Illinois. Okay. So, are you guys from Indiana? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So your fellow Midwesterners. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm from Illinois. I'm living in Salt Lake City right now. No freaking way. Okay. Way. Oh our our friend uh, Jeremy. He's a Latter Day Saint. So he was he was. Uh, oh. He yeah. He had his mission in um. Oh, where was it? It was St. George, I want to say. Okay. Yeah. So like Southern, Southern Utah. But so. Yeah. Yeah. I am not a Latter-day Saint, yeah. but there are many here. <laughs> yeah. The epicenter, some may say. Oh, wait. Do you guys have like sodies? Like the soda pop stores? Oh, the, the, yeah, the soda, like the soda shops. That is crazy. Yes. Are it is good? insane. <laughs> They're so good. I was judging, especially like before I moved here. Um, I moved here because like one of my best friends lives here. So I was yeah. like, yeah, I'll move there, whatever. Sure. Um, and but I would judge on TikTok because I was on like Utah TikTok yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. I was like, what are they doing? Like, this doesn't look good. They're putting creamer yeah. and like Dr. Pepper. And then yeah. I tried it and I'm like, I take it all back. <laughs> this is so good. Oh, my God. So I'm curious because it's like. From what I've seen, and I, I've seen the TikToks you're talking about, because it's just like, yeah, like four different sodas mixed together with cre like hazelnut creamer and like, yes, different syrups and stuff. And it's like, I don't know if I could do And It's like in these big old 64 ounce cups and that kind of thing. I don't know if I could do that, but now I'm kind of curious. I know. I was like, I don't know. I'll try it because I like visited here first. And yeah. then I was like, OK, yep. you all have been onto something and you haven't shared. <laughs> I guess we do like uh, for in the rest of the world. There's so many coffee shops here, but it is like it's all like cities, much more of like a city than like I think the rest of Utah has those soda shops are like what people use yeah. instead of yeah. coffee shops. But there's hmm. some creative drinks. Yes. It gets crazy. Do you oh. have a favorite, like a go to? Oh. Um, I love me like an orange crush type of, or an orange creamsicle type of drink. Hmm. It's good. so good. I think it's literally called like orange creamsicle. Yeah. There's one like just down the road from here. Um, oh. it literally feels like jet fuel, <laughs> but I'm like, I could feel like my body being like, what is going on? <laughs> but it tastes so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's worth it. It's worth the question. Um, <laughs> yeah. See, A lot of people love like. Um, a diet coke with like coconut cream mm. and like lime flavoring oh and i'm not a like coke diet coke type of yeah. girly but that is also really good i'm sure did you okay this is a stupid fact i don't know why i know did you know that coke is actually a lemon lime soda that is just spiced it is a spiced lemon lime soda so it's like cinnamon and clove and nutmeg and all these different spices in a normal ass lemon lime soda it's crazy. So like it goes. Whoa. Really well citrusy. Yeah. That is so interesting. So it's kind of like a Sprite with some spice in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And it, like, if you really think about it while you drink Coke, you can kind of taste it. 
Like it's it's high. Whoa. Energy, but yeah. Next time you drink Coke, try that. It's crazy. Okay. Maybe that'll change my mind because I'm a Sprite girl. I love Sprite, and I would I would have thought that Sprite was a, was spicier than Coke. Yeah. 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 And yeah. now it maybe my whole world's getting shifted and tilted. For real. For real. It was crazy. I didn't believe it at first until I actually like tried. And then like, if you, if you really ponder, you know, <laughs> Whoa. Okay. I'll ponder next time. Yes. yes. And get back to us. <laughs> yeah. So. I'll let you know immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send a review, a like, taste test. Like while, while we do this interview, you just drive to like a soda and like, <laughs> yeah, I'm on the way. Yeah. I'm going to the soda shop. <laughs> so, um, for those who don't know, for our listeners, uh, welcome to Reality with us. I'm Gabriel. I'm Ben. And that is Jordy uh, of Jordy McNeil, which is a very talented YouTuber that we are uh, thankful that is uh, that is joining us for today. Um, I have some like nerdy interview, like basic ass questions for you. Okay, perfect. So, first one is completely equipment related. Like, what camera? What mic? I I have to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I always like get timid about saying what camera because I, by trade, am a videographer. (laughs) So I'm like, people like, this is such a non-requirement, the camera, because I literally use a green screen, (laughs) but I have a Sony a7S three, which was like my dream camera. So I'm also a camera nerd. So I have a Sony a7S three. Yeah. I, uh, so I used to try to be a tech YouTuber. And, um, Me I, too? No, for real. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'd watch MKBHD and I'd be like, "This man knows what's going on." So I'd, I'd like buy a bunch of equipment. I'm shooting. I have a Lumix G7, so it's like okay, 4K 30, but it's, it's yeah, four thirds. It's it's nothing special. Uh, but still, it's like you know, it's that's as best as I can get with my budget. Uh, but yeah, like I tried to do this whole tech YouTuber thing, so I'm I always want to know about like gear and stuff. But yeah, I. I dreamed about shooting Sony uh, and I dreamed about trying Canon because I know everybody shoots with Canon. Everybody does. But yeah. Mm, um, yeah. Yeah. It, I'm, I also love cameras. Yeah. I It was like my dream camera for so long. I, have it, I had an a7 III, Sony a7 III for a really long time. And then my job literally just gave us Sony a7S III. So I was like, hell yeah i was in this for my youtube videos oh my god (laughs) um and then i just i use usually um a 24 to 70 um 2.8 lens it's a sigma not the sony g master i'm not i'm not rolling in it like that yet (laughs) (laughs) but it does the job (laughs) yeah Um, and then the microphone I use is a, it's a sure, like, uh, I don't know the number. It's like 60. Yeah. I know there's like a 58. It's like, it's not SM, maybe it's SM 58. And then I, I think I have an SM 60. Okay. Um, and I record into, um, uh, zoom H4N Okay. So you have like an entire audio interface in it. Oh my God. Yeah, I have, I have, I have it's just so funny because it's, <laughs> it's just so funny because it's like it's so not required yeah, for the videos no, that I make. It's, it's, like over the it top. Fun. <laughs> it's so fun. I love equipment so much. So Seriously. I'm so fast. <laughs> like, oh, I, my, my channel would be better if I did this. I, 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 I got to get an audio interface. <laughs> yeah, um, audio is like so important. So 
Yeah. And those mics are so cheap. Really? Yes. I think they're like $60, I want to say. Whoa. And yeah. It was great. So, yeah. Damn. Thanks. Yeah. Um, Ben, do you want to ask what our what our planned icebreaker question was? Yes. So uh, we do have a little bit of an icebreaker. And this uh, falls back to our latest Reality of the Twist episode where we debated what the scariest uh, Halloween icon is. And it's Ooh. between ghosts, vampires, mummies, and werewolves. What is your mm. take? If you had to okay, so yeah. that's typical because I love Twilight. So vampires i love them so i'm not really scared of them i was an edward i was uh, an edward girl yeah yeah team edward mm, um werewolves i don't also think i'm like terrified of like the concept of them yeah um and it was mummies or ghosts mummies. yes okay well okay i really liked the movie have you guys ever seen the movie under wraps i actually have not no. On Disney Channel. I love that movie. It's from like the 90s. <laughs> oh wow. Um it's so good. Okay, okay. This is going to a quick quick interjection. Are you Gen Z or a millennial? <laughs> this is so interesting. I was born in 1996. Okay. So okay. technically I think I am like a millennial. A lot of people are like, "Oh, there's like a cus- a cusp." Yeah, a cusper, it's yeah. hard because mm. I think it depends. For people born in like maybe like 1995 to 1998, if you like grew up on the internet or not, I think that determines a lot. Yeah. I'm a child of the internet. So I feel like a lot of like my humor and like my interests Mm -hmm. align a lot with Gen Z. But there's some, oh, there's some millennial traits (laughs) in me for sure. And it comes out. unfortunately and i feel it i feel her in me yeah i mean it's nothing to be ashamed of but like it's it's, it's a different side because the thing is like if you go on like millennial tiktok they're so unaware of like what they're doing yes Uh, i want to be like that though yeah it's kind of like a a blissful ignorance in a way (laughs) but like what are you guys i oh two so i am i'm a z but like i oh okay if anything i acted more millennial when i was younger if that makes sense like it was yeah. more so like after I hit high school and college uh, that I started having like a kind of crappy sense of humor that's more Gen Z. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm same here. We're both Gen Z. Um, and honestly, that was just making me wonder what is what's the new generation like? What's what's going oh, on right now with with? I think it's Alpha. Yeah. That's right, Alpha. alpha. Yeah. Which just, is such a funny name. Yeah, they just they went right back to the beginning. Um, yeah, and yeah. they're 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 getting into like that's the whole uh, the whole sticking out your gat for the for the Rizzler. That is apparently yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, I don't want to miss your question though, because something about me yeah. is I'm going to forget what I was talking about. Um, right. So yeah, I would okay. have to say ghosts. I'm terrified of ghosts. I had that okay. was like something I was scared of when I was a child. Like just the concept of something that that's there that I don't know is there, Fair. is mm. scary to me. That's I'd say that probably. Yeah, that's that's a. I'm mummies. I'm team mummy. Oh, um, you're team mummy. Yeah, because it's like it's my argument during the episode was like it's real. Like it's the only guaranteed real thing. Okay. Like, like no matter what, their mummies are a thing. Like you know, right? But like, but. 
they don't really do much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They aren't like, yeah, it's like they'll come, if they could come back, like, what are they going to do? Yeah. And like the mummy's curse thing when they found Tutankhamen, uh, that. Oh, true. That That is true. Okay. Fair. You, you, you chose the, um, the only person who wasn't there for our podcast. He made like, he was, he was team ghost and he made like recordings beforehand (laughs) played on the podcast. (laughs) uh... He's setting up his argument. Yes. Yeah. Apparently it worked. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Um, so getting back into like the actual like interviewee part, um, I really like your format, and like you're you're a relatively new YouTuber, like at least on this channel. You mentioned, mm-hmm. you mentioned you had a tech phase. What were your previous projects? Like, do you have any previous projects you'd like to go into, or is that somewhere you wouldn't really want to turn? <laughs> I think it's that's such a funny question because. I've had probably like 20 YouTube channels in my lifetime. Um, like since I've, I like discovered YouTube when I was like eight. Yeah. Because I, a girl in my class was talking about this, like a uh, happy feet remix video. Oh my gosh. And I was like, <laughs> I got to remember this youtube.com go home. I was like, Oh, this is exactly what I need to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just making videos. Um, I had a tech channel mm-hmm. and I I could send you the link. <laughs> I had this one video, so I didn't have like cool technology. I simply just had like I had US cellular. Oh. So they didn't have any cool phones. But I did an unboxing video for this one phone called the Motorola Mo- Motorola Crush. Right. And it got like I think it got like thirteen thousand views or something. Yeah. And I was featured in an article. No. Like my wow. parents had <laughs> My parents had no clue what I was doing in my room <laughs> or like on the like family computer. <laughs> like <laughs> they had not, they bought me a flip video camera and yeah. they were like, sure, use that. I don't know. I was so unsupervised. Yeah. Oh, same, same here. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, the tech channel was a really like, that was a, that was like my claim to fame for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, love, I love and miss that channel. Yeah. I, we, we were kind of similar, but exactly opposite. I didn't have anything when I was doing my tech channel because I was in like early, late middle school, early high school. Like yeah. When my mom got a new phone, I'd be like, can I do an unboxing of it on my YouTube channel? Yeah. <laughs> and like, the thing is they act, some of them actually got like more views than I ever wanted them to get. Like, um, my most popular one and this is horrible. It, it's such a horrible video, but it has like 160,000 views on it. Um, no and, way. Yeah. Um, and it was, it's so bad. It's so bad. Um, I didn't have like a fluid head tripod, but I tried to do these panning shots. So you just see like, as I panned across, <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, it's, it's a review of a Dell Inspiron 3000. Uh, no way. The Dell computers ran my life. Yes. <laughs> it's all i could afford and it's all i needed yes <laughs> oh my gosh that, that i'd be is... playing the sims on one of those and it mm. sounded like it would literally be taking flight <laughs> like i was putting that thing through it for real for real i'd i'd play like any free games i could get on steam <laughs> yeah uh but okay so tech channel were there are there any others you want to talk about um i had a gymnastics channel I wasn't doing gymnastics. I was doing like cartwheels on my grass and it was a gymnastics channel I had with my friend. 
Um, what else? I've had a ch- I had like a before this channel. I had a channel where I tried to do vlogs, but people were like, I don't know. No one likes to watch a vlog of someone they don't really care about. So yeah. Like that's fair. <laughs> fair. Yeah. Um, I did like a video of like my room transformation on that channel. That was like that's the video that's like done the best for me. Yeah. Um. And what else have I done? I've done. Oh, I had a Sims channel. Um, I was just recording my Sims and like making stories. Do you guys? Did you guys ever watch those? I was so into like the lore of like people would create with their Sims. There'd be like whole stories, mm-hmm. and like you'd have to try out for like they do voiceover for the Sims. I oh, like wow. remember like aud- auditioning for different like okay. Sims like series. I didn't even. <laughs> I was about to say like, oh yeah, because like Dan TDM had like a Sim series and like yeah. game reviews did like Sims reviews and I love those. I didn't know there were actual like story based YouTube channels. Like, yes, there was some <laughs> deep, deep cuts with the like Sims community and they're like, the girlies were going hard. They were just creating entire like films with using the Sims. Oh, um, I also had a, a music video channel. There was a time period on YouTube where music doing like stop motion music videos was really popular stop motion. makeup channel oh. can i do makeup like that no but i was like hey everyone's making youtube videos oh. here i would do like elf unboxings or like elf like hauls because that's like that was the cheapest brand and, and it's like I, I would watch that kind of thing if unbox like anything that i don't own seeing somebody else yes it, i'm there like <laughs> i want to see that opened up yes <laughs> and i'm gonna watch it that is my number um, i, I want to see it in the box at the beginning of the video and out of the box at the end <laughs> yes yep i miss unboxings they're not as popular anymore mm-hmm. uh, um that's just a few of them off the top of my head there's nice. some there's some deep lore with in YouTube. <laughs> this um, is just my latest installment, yes, this channel. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but, Ben, do you want to get into your old channel or would you rather not touch on that? My old channel? Yeah. Uh, I mean, since you brought it up, I might as well. Uh, I, I mean, I feel like everybody tried something out on YouTube, like as a kid. Um, I can't even really say kid. It was middle school. But uh, me and... Uh, one of my friends who's actually, uh, it's the Latter- the Latter-day Saint that we were talking about earlier. His name is Jeremy. Uh, he and I created a like comedy skit YouTube channel and just used our phones for everything. Like uh, for audio, if we wanted music, we would record on one phone and then have like YouTube playing a song on the other and just hold it. Oh, that's so innovative. <laughs> It didn't sound good though. The effect was like, <laughs> the effect was amazing. It was yeah, no, it was it was pretty bad. And then it was really fun to make the videos and then watch them back. Yeah. But then people at school started finding out about it and like talking about it like, "Hey, I watched your latest video on your skit channel and I would get so embarrassed." <laughs> oh, that is the worst. Mm-hmm. Like that is the How did they find it? That's happened to me before. <laughs> I feel like I probably told a close friend and yeah. then that close. Friend oh, it people. spread. Yeah. And and knowing Jeremy, he was a little social butterfly. So, you know, he was advertising that shit. He was going. <laughs> There's <laughs> always one. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so um, <laughs> since this is your latest project, this channel, um, what kind of led you to wanting to do like mostly movie reviews and especially movie mm. reviews that are like kind of like 
I guess a very specific genre, like early two thousands ish, like girl, like girl focused movies. Like what, what, what? Yeah. Yeah. I have always been a really nostalgic person. I feel like Mm -hmm. I love like diving into my childhood just because I was such a weird kid. Like really like the things I got into, I was like, I don't even know how I, I just felt like I was just floating through life yeah. and I was just finding the weirdest things. Oh, yeah. And like, I was actually on TikTok one day and I was really trying to think of a new YouTube channel that I wanted to do. That was more like, I guess top, like it had a topic, which would be like movies, whatever, yeah. nostalgic, whatever. And I remember on TikTok one day, I saw a clip of this old Bratz movie that I lit- completely forgot about. Like I watched it maybe once and forgot about it. But when I was watching the clip on TikTok, I was like, this is so weird. <laughs> like the fact that I was and many other people were consuming this. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, our adolescent brains were watching this. Mm-hmm. It makes so much sense why we are the way we are. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, this is what I want to be talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we like why we are the way we are? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like because of the media we consumed. Mm-hmm. Um so I like found it on YouTube. The whole movie's on YouTube, and I like watched it. And I was like, I need to talk about this. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so I like made the first video, and I honestly didn't think it was gonna get any views because I was used to my videos never getting any views. Um. And then it got a good amount, and I was like, okay, this is working. I I need to hop on this. Yeah. yeah. And like I love making these videos. Yeah. And talking about these things. So. I just kept making them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And and I think that was the first one my girlfriend and I watched. I think we watched it like maybe two months after it released. Um, okay. And like we, we really liked your content. And then like as we watched more of your videos, we like I realized I, I have never been exposed to these movies before in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. And then she'll be like, oh, yeah, I totally watched that movie as a kid. So it's just like the divide between like, I guess, young boys and young girls. Just like. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't even aware that this movie, like the, I think the Tinkerbell movie, um, I was completely unaware that it existed. I was like, oh, nobody would watch that. But no, apparently yeah. it, was pretty, it was pretty culturally relevant to, to girls, yeah. I guess. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, um, That's so true. It's like, I don't know what, I guess, young boys were really watching. And I feel like young boys don't really know what, like, unless you had, like, brothers and sisters and stuff or whatever. Like, sometimes there's, like, people would call, guys would comment, oh, my sister loved this, and I secretly really liked it, too, or something, which is really <laughs> funny. But it's, like, yeah, it's interesting because I feel like we don't, like, dive back into what were we watching yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as mm-hmm. kids. It's, like, my entire childhood was Anna music um, and, like, Courage the Cowardly Dog and SpongeBob. And, like... Oh, like, that's a good yeah, combo, like, though. I, I didn't really, like... I don't know because I have a, I have an old I have two older sisters and an older brother. Um, okay. And like I loved playing. There's one Barbie game that my sister had on our like family PC that I secretly loved playing. But other than that, yeah, I, I was never exposed to, to anything like that, and it's it's just really interesting. Um, but I know like the process for making one of these videos has to be quite long. But like, mm. what is the longest? Like whether it's scripting, watching the movie, finding the movie to watch, editing filming what's the longest part of your process would you say Mm. 
definitely editing. Um, that's always just, it always takes so much longer than I think it's going to take too. Um, especially like right now, I'm kind of still figuring out like what works best to me in terms of like the process and the format. Um, if it means like watching the video and then like just typing out like what I think as I'm watching it, kind of like not commentary in real time, but just sort of like what I'm thinking yeah. mm-hmm. and then kind of just talking on the mic yeah. without like really a script. I'm just sort of talking off the cuff. That doesn't require a lot of like time beforehand. Yeah. Does mean that the editing is going to take way longer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so with the Tinkerbell video, I actually had more of like a script that I followed, okay. um, which made the editing way lighter. But obviously the time was more heavy on the like writing side and the structuring of the video and stuff. Cause usually I will structure the video in the edit. Um, but it's always editing. Editing just takes so long, but I love editing. <laughs> what, what do you, what do you edit with? Like what, uh, what? Premiere Pro. I, I need to, I, I go to Ball State and through my university, I have Adobe, all Adobe access, but I'm so oh, used nice. to using this stupid, you know, Blender, the 3D animation software. Yes. It has a really rudimentary editing software, but I'm so used to it because I've used it for so long that I just, no I, way. I can't quit it. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's good enough, barely good enough. And I, and I, <laughs> yeah. I, know, I like, I know the uh, macros and everything for it. So I just, I can't get, mm. but I, I downloaded Premiere. I need to start using yeah, I feel like once you have like the basics of um like editing concepts, yeah. the hardest part is like getting the like keys, like the keystrokes, whatever yeah. that you need to like that is like annoying because if I had to use another program outside of Premiere, it'd be which I, I sometimes use CapCut for certain things. Yeah. Um <laughs> but it's like so difficult to like because I have the process, so I understand that. That's yeah. like so hard to like just switch it over because you're like i'm so used to it though <laughs> yeah seriously uh, yeah i do love premiere though okay because I, I i need to get my because i tried to open it on my computer the other day tried to edit the latest podcast with it but it's just like i nope not ready not ready to jump yeah in. not yet <laughs> <laughs> um, so okay this is kind of random but like I, so through your content, I see a little bit of what I see in a lot of like popular commentary uh, channels. Mm. Do you take inspiration from any specific commentary YouTubers or just YouTubers in general, or is it really just mostly your your own thing? Oh, a thousand percent. Okay. Like my favorite YouTubers are like I love Curtis Connor. Same. I love Danny Gonzalez. Same. I love Drew Gooden. Same. I love them. <laughs> I love um, Mike's Mike. Mike's. I, I love. Mike's Mike makes incredible commentary videos. Um, and he also does videos on like movie reviews on like kind of early 2000s stuff okay. too. Hmm. I love his delivery. Um, I take a lot of my editing inspiration from Nakey Jakey. I don't know if you guys have watched I've, him. I have heard, but I have not. Let me see. I know I know who he is. He talks mostly about video games but i absolutely love the way he makes his videos so i feel like i take inspiration also like i love britney broski um i gotta look her i (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my gosh, Brittany Broski, she's incredible. Like she's not necessarily a commentary YouTuber, but yeah. I just love her. Oh, I told yeah, she's on TikTok, isn't she? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I totally know her. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like I take like pieces, whether that's like structure or editing, like inspiration from a bunch of different YouTubers that I love. Cody Co. I love, of course. Um, yeah, those are probably the main ones that I am watching right now. It always is like Fair. a cycle. Yeah, we. Yeah, I am. I Drew Gooden was my first, and I love his editing style. He has a very like, yes. Because like, although they're like the same genre curtis connor drew good uh drew gooden and danny gonzalez have such different editing styles yes because like, curtis connor's like adhd like random crap all the time yes but yes like i don't know it's just it it makes such a big difference so i'm glad i'm glad you because that was my next question who, who do you get your editing inspiration from mm -hmm. um, yeah yeah so what what time are we at i, I gotta see <laughs> oh crap okay let we we gotta move on <laughs> So, he's cooking he's yeah. cooking <laughs> last question this one's for both of you guys um if you could have one ability of any animal on earth what would it be Ooh. Um, oh i would love to have a hawk's wings oh okay hmm. i'd love to just be able to like coast Fair. in the sky yeah yeah that's hard to be i was going to say like just any fish like ability to swim mm. but i i'm i have kind of a little bit of a fear of uh the ocean and like the things that lurk in it so i don't i don't think i would want to spend much time down underwater yeah. um so i don't know i guess that that is a tough one maybe just like a, a gorilla's ability to like i want to be like a gorilla because for one they're really strong and two they can climb uh and swing from trees a little well i don't know if they swing as much but uh climb and jump from tree to tree um and also just very that's strong. a really good one that is, yeah that is. i think i think i'd have to go with bird too or maybe like a hummingbird because they, they they like float um mm. yeah maybe maybe a hummingbird i don't know uh but and then I want to do you I don't want to hold you up. Do you have anywhere to be? Because we have we're about to get into the learning part. Of no, this. totally. I'm, OK, OK, OK. Cool. Of course. All right. So that transitions me very nicely into the learning part of the episode, which is the weirdest animal superpowers. Uh, and this Whoa. is going to be a quiz. Uh, Jordy, you are going to be against Ben. And the winner oh, God, the, the winner of this quiz <laughs> will have <laughs> the opportunity to win this wonderful i put it in the uh in the chat this wonderful <laughs> picture of ben's face on a t-shirt um, yeah, that is what the win that's what you guys are playing for so ben you all can right win yourself or jordy you can win a souvenir <laughs> all right all right i'm ready all right here come the questions this mammal utilizes a trick where they can shed their tails or entire chunks of their skin to be rid of a predator and then grow it back this mammal the the uh, answers choices are a the sandbar deer b the spiny mouse c the pale-throated sloth or d the long-tailed chinchilla what yeah i made it like impossible <laughs> there's no there's is it no like a, a trick question yeah kind of all right 
do we vote like how are we voting do i go first or anybody does you, ben go first or we just go what we're, what go we're thinking yeah okay for some reason i'm gonna say the mouse um Mighty mouse okay yeah <laughs> okay. um what was the what was the first one no no it was the deer wasn't it sandbar deer yeah uh, I'm gonna say the pale throated sloth. The pale throated sloth. Okay, so we do have one person with a point, and uh, Jordy, you are taking an early lead because it is uh, spiny. Spiny mice have extremely weak skin to where even if they are handled, it can fall off just from holding them. Uh, but they can do wow. something a lot of mammals can do, and that is regrow entire chunks of skin and their tail in only three days. Uh, and that's pretty insane considering they can lose up to 60% of their skin on their backs uh, in like in like a predatory situation. So they could just three days later have fully new skin. Um, and wow. From what I could find, they can do this because they have like not that much holding their skin to their body other than their little fur. Um, so like it, it just falls off essentially because there's nothing binding it. And as for it growing back, that's something that only... Uh, for mammals, that's super rare. That's really only spiny mice can do that. Okay, I, I have a kind okay. of a question. Yes. What predatory situation would <laughs> would make one want to shed their 60% of their skin? I mean, like, how does that increase your survival chances? Um, I'm thinking like if, you, if you're like, oh, I gotcha. And then you could be like, no, you don't. And then you just like run away and your skin falls. Oh, okay. <laughs> Life or death? Yeah. Okay. I think okay. you'd probably scare the predator. You know, they'd be like, what the hell is <laughs> yeah. wrong with this thing? Okay. Uh, that's my best guess. Um, so are you guys ready for question two of four? Yeah. Okay. This sea creature not only can theoretically live forever, it can actually age backwards. Uh, A is the Turritopsis jellyfish. B is the button lobster. C is the Greenland shark. Or D is none of the above. This is impossible. Oh man! But buzz in when you have an answer. I uh, I'm gonna buzz. Okay. And say the jellyfish. Okay. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. You guys both saying jellyfish? I was gonna also say jellyfish. Okay, both of you guys got a point. Wow. <gasps> The, I was hoping to throw you guys off by saying button lobster because it's like Benjamin Button, but no, that I made. Ah, uh, <laughs> you're hoping for some like yeah. psych, deep psyche. Turritopsis <laughs> <laughs> uh, jellyfish is a teeny tiny little jellyfish, smaller than a human's pinky nail, and are genetically identical to a lot of their peer, peers. Cute. Many of the jellyfish come from one fertilized egg. So once they turn into adults, if they are faced with any kind of stress, mm. uh, be that starvation, environmental stress, or predators, they can leap back in their development process and transform back into a polyp. And a polyp is just like a little baby, you know, uh, jellyfish. And then once they do that, they can spawn a bunch more genetically identical adults. Um, That's so weird. Yeah. Uh, and this wow. is called transdifferentiation. And obviously, it's of utmost interest to scientists. Um, and it's a process by which a specialized adult cell can transform into an entirely different specialized cell for a different tissue, effectively making this jellyfish immortal. And not only immortal, it could just spawn more of itself. So yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> oh, um, my God. 
they're ahead of their time for real but like the thing is (laughs) can they even think they don't deserve it they can't even like think they can't they don't even know what they're doing yeah they (laughs) come on can't (laughs) they don't even realize how cool they are yeah seriously i wish like a non-brainless animal could do that that'd be kind of funny but um, (laughs) (laughs) all right question three i hope this is question. yes it is okay uh while not being the only animal to be able to detect UV light, it is perhaps the least expected animal to be to have the ability. A, okay. ferrets, B, reindeer, C, dogs, or D, all of the above. Oof. That's a tough one, but I'm going to say A, ferrets. A, ferrets, okay. I'm going to say... All of the above. Okay. Well, Jordy, you got another point because it was oh all of the God. above. <laughs> now we're using like test, <laughs> test like strategies yes. every time all of the above is it. <laughs> just go with it. So uh, small animals like mice and bats have actual UV vision. They can clearly see UV light. Uh, but reindeer, dogs, cats, pigs, cows, ferrets, and many other mammals can detect UV with their short blue cones in their eyes. This is mostly mm. useful for animals trying to find prey uh, because the sun has a lot of UV light coming off of it. If something's blocking that light or reflect, reflecting that light, you can like see it very clearly. Um, so from what I could find, humans are actually kind of the weird ones because we're some of the only animals that can't detect UV light. Uh, but all hope is not lost because if you just do something as simple as removing your lens uh, from your eyeball, you can you can detect UV light. So... Wow! worth considering <laughs> getting okay. your surgically removed yeah <laughs> um final little superpower yeah final <laughs> question um i don't know if we should make this for all the marbles or not but we'll do it anyway uh this bird is known for its incredible ability to reproduce sounds it hears even better than a parrot these can include human speech music or even car alarms a Southern Screamer, B, Mockingjay, C, Great Potu, or D, a liar bird. Whoa. What was the third one? Great Potu. Potu? Potu? Potu, maybe? Beats me. (laughs) (laughs) Um... This is a guess. I'm going to just go with C. <laughs> Great Patu. Okay. Uh, I was also going to go with C, but isn't this for all the marbles? <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'm just That's go with so C. funny. Okay. It could be. We'll yeah, see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, let's... It was, but it doesn't make much of a difference because you guys are both wrong. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was D, the liar bird. Um, and... These motherfuckers are kind of ugly. Um, they look kind of <laughs> like a pheasant and are native native to southeastern Australia, according to the Australian Museum. About eighty quote about eighty percent of the song consists of expert mimicry, with both uh, with both and what? The, sorry, this is a quote direct from a website from the Australian Museum website, with both and conjoined together in a rousing medley. Uh, wow. Sounds oh. can include anything heard in the bird's immediate surroundings, such as chainsaws, car engines, dog barks, and local native birds. The superb lyre bird also emits a series of whistles and 
cackling noises, uh, notes that are used as territorial calls as well as loud alarm shrieks. Um, so it can just accurately reproduce just about any sound it hears, which is insane. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. That is, um, I think we have a clear winner. <laughs> I believe Jordy might have won. So. Wow. <laughs> I know, I'm so I know excited we... for my, my yeah. head t-shirt. Yes. I know you, you really, really wanted this. Uh, so I you... fought for that. <laughs> we all have one. We yeah, just we... don't have a, we don't have that edition. Yeah. You have a special edition tie dye. What? Yeah. We, we, we all have the white version. Uh, just a white shirt with Ben's face on it. But you have a very special edition. Now, oh my gosh, um, I'm so honored. <laughs> so one more thing, uh, if if you guys want to, um, do you guys want? Do you, okay, Jordy, do you know what one of the odds is? Yes, I think yes. Okay, okay. So we play what are the odds at the end of every episode. <laughs> Would you like to play it? You don't have to. Let's do it. Okay, okay. Um, okay. I just for our viewers, I need to explain what one of the odds is. What are the odds is a combination of a dare and a bet. There's an odds asker and an odds setter, or otherwise known as the victim. The odds asker asks the victim to do a dare, and the uh, victim gets to set their own likelihood of having to do the dare by setting a number. The higher the number, the less likely they are the victim is to have to do the dare. A third party counts down from three, three, two, one, and the odds asker and the victim say a number between one and the number they set at the same time. If they say the same number, the victim has to do the dare. That is, that is uh, my explanation that I say on every episode. So... Do you have one that you want to do or do you want some time to think about it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know. Do you guys have like a. I have I have a goofy a one. Favorite? For you, but I don't want to just immediately okay. ask you one. Our guest, you know. <laughs> um, so are we all going to give each other one? Yeah, everybody gives one person. OK. One. Yes. OK. Um, ben, do you have one? Um, I have one that I could ask either one of you. Okay, I, I have one for Jordy, so you can ask me. Okay, Gabe, what are the odds that you text the eleventh person in your uh contacts and say, "Did you know that the what is it, the spiny spiny tailed mouse can shed sixty percent of its skin in a predatory situation?" And then, and then, can I send that emoji you sent me? <laughs> the moon emoji? No, oh no, wait, no. 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 The um, <laughs> this one. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Let's follow it up with that. Okay, I'll say ten. I'll say ten. Okay. Um, Jordy, would you like to give us a three, two, one countdown? Okay. Yeah. Three, two, one. Seven. One. Okay. Oh. All right, Jordy, I have one for you. Um, All right. <laughs> Since you just won a Ben shirt, uh, a shirt with Ben's face on it, what are the odds that you have to wear the Ben shirt in at least one shot in your next YouTube video? I'd say, I'd say five. Five? Okay. Oh, man. Count us down. All right. Three, two, one. Four. Four. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> wow i'm gonna be on the channel on oh it's it's you're gonna be on the channel and you're getting promoted <laughs> oh wow <laughs> that's so funny that's oh wonderful. My gosh. okay 
right. Thanks but, for being willing, being willing to do that. Yeah, as an odd. yeah of course. <laughs> of course. I love, I love a little, I love being a little silly. Love having <laughs> a little bit of fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what being this podcast is all about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now I'll ask Ben one. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um. Mm. they're hard to think of they really are yeah you have to get really creative mm. huh yeah um what are the odds um what are the odds ben you watch and give a short review in the next podcast episode on the Bratz Genie Magic movie. Wow. Like a one sentence review. <laughs> wow. It was okay. good. <laughs> <laughs> um that's funny. Um I'll just say three. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it low. Okay. We're All keeping right. it fun. All right. I'll, yeah. I'll count us down. All right. All right. Three, two, one. Two. Two. <laughs> All right. Wow, that was a good round. Yeah, dang. it was. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> please, Jordy, please plug everything that you can in this. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, My YouTube channel is Jordy McNeil. My Instagram is Jordy McNeil. My TikTok is Jordy's Lore. That's it. <laughs> and then. Um, that's McNeil with two L's, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. I, when I first contacted you on, on the RWAT, yes. I actually spelled with one L and I was like, oh shit, and I deleted it. No, <laughs> it's totally okay. I'm so used to it because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Why is there two? It's so unnecessary. It's, it's unique. It's a part of your brand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Uh, thank you thank you so much again for joining us. You have a, a, yes. an amazing YouTube channel. I've been, I've been binging with girlfriend it's awesome oh thank you and like given how new you are like with this channel to the platform you you've been doing great so i look forward to seeing, seeing what you're what you do for the future so, uh, thank you i'm so excited i'm so honored to be here you guys are so awesome I think. oh thank you thank right. you so much. yeah thank you so much thank you Hi, Future Gabe here again. We were going to record some uh, segments after this with the other guys, uh, but this ended up actually being just around a perfect length for one of our podcast episodes. So I just want to reiterate again, please check out Jordy's links in the description. And I have a message from Gunner. The uh, sneak peek of our next episode is meatballs. So we have that to look forward to. All right, bye. Bye.